Welcome to the Empowered with Marcos podcast. I'm your host, Marcos Hurtado, and my intention with this show is to share my knowledge, wisdom, and experiences to develop your mind, body, diet, and soul in an educational and entertaining manner. These episodes will consist of my own stories and talks, along with interviews with some of the great minds and souls that are part of my life. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Marcos podcast and for today I have a very special guest and he's actually a longtime friend of mine we've been a friend for about eight nine ten years now Woo-wee. he's an yeah. amateur Muay Thai fighter today we have DJ Carter thank you thank you DJC aka Dirty Money out here in this no just kidding no one calls me that don't call oh, me yeah. that I'm just being silly thank you for having me thank you very everyone's much. gonna call you Dirty Money now it's you know official what? You it's, know what? it's on record you know what my my coach actually gave me a fight name dude what is it he calls me back that ass up <laughs> Why? The question is why. Okay, so when I first started training with Ganyao, shout out to Ganyao, shout out to uh, Andrew, shout out to Coach Jay, I miss you. But um, when I started training with Coach Ganyao, um, he he noticed that I don't uh, use my distance enough. Mm. And I was standing too, way clo- too close to him when I was hitting pads. And he would say, back up, back up, get the fuck away from me, back up. <laughs> <laughs> So when I finally got it down, back up, back up, get your ass away from me, back the fuck away from me, back the ass up. And ever since then, it just something about it just had a ring to it. He just said, "Oh, back that ass up, back that ass up." Oh, and so now every time I walk in the gym, he goes, "DJ, back that ass up, Kata." Wow. So if yeah. there's to put you on the fighting game, your name will be back that ass up. Yep. It's one word though. It's like no spaces. Like it's not even spelled properly. It's like a profile name. It's like a profile like Instagram. name. It's just w- w- like a bunch of words just bunched in together. Yep. B-A-K-A-Z-Z-D-A-T-U-P. <laughs> way, this is probably like the funniest episode of today. So yeah. Well, you're welcome. We have, we have some thought provoking ones, some tear jerkers, but this is probably be the funniest one. We there might be some tear jerking moments. You, it also will be very very insightful but it's gonna be hella funny all right cool i'm okay with that yeah, so, you know? yeah. so definitely the first thing that comes to mind that i want to ask is your muay thai journey okay what would you like to know uh it's a lot to it's a lot in there man it's it's like a whole nother life mm-hmm. so um the beginning from what i know is you know that one time when i was walking to lmc walked in the cafeteria and I just heard Hadouken, a bunch of little, like Street Fighter noises. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, y'all playing Street Fighter Four? Let me just walk in. Oh man! And I just walked in, wrecked house, and walked out. Bro, as humbly like, as possible. I believe you perfected me that day, bro. Like I, I think, had no idea. I think you were one of the victims. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you, like no, no trash talk. You just like, pick up the sticks. You just got to business and just like, just walked out. Yeah, like, who was that dude? Like, everyone's asking me, do you know him? I'm like, nah, nah. He he knew here. You know, yeah. he got lucky. He, he good. But really, my my pride was hurt. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> that, was, that was my prime. That was like 2009, 2010 when Woo! I was like really. I was putting in like. Three hours of like Street Fighter, like a day for like nice. six, seven days a week. That was a lot. Nice. Actually, I was considering being like a pro gamer at that point. Mm-hmm. And back then, it was pretty taboo. It was like yeah. pro gaming really wasn't a thing. Right. But nowadays, it's like a big thing. There's even like big name like 
like celebrities investing into the actual groups. So it's like massive right now. Yeah, it's and, huge. Uh, it's huge. And then mm-hmm. I heard too out in Atlanta when I was out there, they actually had a quarter million dollar tournament for Street Fighter Five. Oh I was my like, god. Oh, I put the sticks down years ago. So I'm a little too late now, bro. Like, I'm like, I retired years ago. I'm like, oh, I could have been a quarter mil. Bruh, like, you'll get your behind handed to you by these 12 year olds out here. And they're not even funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> oh, yes, I still know the fundamentals, but yeah. Man, you'll get destroyed. And they won't yeah. apologize. They'll call you dirty, nasty names. Like, these kids aren't out here ain't got no manners, bro. They don't back that ass up at all. No, no. I got I to let them know out here in these streets, man. Got to let them know. We fight for real out here. We have, I'm not on the sticks. You know, come get this kick. That's what I'm saying. Body kicks out here. So, yeah. So, definitely, uh, since we're on topic, is uh, going back to, like, the origin story of yes. your, your Muay Thai journey is yes. how much of a factor was, uh, like, fighting video games? Dude, uh, I have to break it down to you like this. So, mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw a Muay Thai fighter was a lot of us... Muay Thai fighters, we saw, all saw the same thing. Who is this tall ass dude with the patch in his eye, these these tape on his hands, and what are those tape on his feet? Like, what's it for? What's that it iconic do? scar. The iconic scar, where did it come from? Uh, does having a scar on your chest give you extra powers? I want to know it all. I want to know it all. So, and then I saw Jean Claude Van Damme, you know, kickboxer, blood sport. You know, you see Jason Statham, you know, he's also uh, practices kickboxing. Not exactly Muay Thai, not in the slightest, but the the stance is very similar. So I saw these movies and I just really wondered what that would be like. And I <laughs> I wanted to really dabble in that, just to get into it and just see how far I could go, how what it feels like and um, just... Uh, what I could do with it, you know, because, uh, you know, I did get bullied like a lot of us Muay Thai fighters. We got bullied a lot, you know, but I'm not trying to get locked up. I'm not trying to get in trouble, you know, but so this is a nice way to legally be someone up. <laughs> <laughs> and not feel bad about it because we're all here for the same thing. So back to the origin story, I, I really wanted to see what I could do with it and know if I was really as tough as I thought I was, to be honest with you. Because, you know, we probably always have these moments, you know, when we don't know how to uh, measure, not measure, but um, manage our anger properly. Like, the, the first thing you want to do when someone slights you is just fight them. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but I've had these moments where there's like the time for talk is over you've crossed some lines and like someone's gonna have to teach you a lesson and being bullied all the time i felt that a lot but Mm -hmm. i just couldn't do anything about it everyone was bigger than me stronger than me or i just didn't have the confidence in myself that i could really like fight somebody nor at the end of it all i really didn't really want to get into that type of uh, situation outside of a controlled environment you know blackmail <laughs> uh, in the United States, like I am usually more likely to be punished more so than my counterparts around me. And plus, I would have to hear it from my family, my dad, my mom. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you. Uh, I never thought I would raise a, a young son to be this violent. Like, how, where did we go wrong? I didn't want to disappoint my family in that either, or in myself, because I didn't want to um, kind of. I guess stoop down to the level with the going back to the the more primal um, aspects of, uh, of humanity. That's that's not exactly the best way to handle things. And I, I still hold my position on that. 
there's a time for defense and there's a time to um, peaceably uh, dissolve the, the, situa the situation and kind of scale it down a little bit. And I've always been the more peaceful type. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I had a lot of anger building inside of me, um, just like a lot of us fighters, you know, we're, you know, you, you will always meet lots of peaceful fighters. Like, you, they're not, we're not who you think a fighter would be. Like, when people think of fighters, they think UFC, WWE type of attitude, you know, walking in, beating their chest. Oh, yeah, I could beat anybody ass up in here. You know, type of attitude. But really, we're all just really humble people that probably at some point either just wanted to stretch ourselves as much as possible or we just got tired of the bullshit and we, <laughs> we, we really just wanted a, uh, a controlled environment um, space where we could let all that stuff go and be friends after if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. that, that really uh, gives me that option. And um, I found out that not only am I capable of stepping up to the plate when I need to defend myself, but um, I like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, I I would always uh, hear from my <laughs> my relatives, especially my cousin. Oh, he's a lover, not a fighter. Leave him alone, right? Um, turns out I'm both. Like, <laughs> and it's Balance. okay. It's, it's okay to be both. It's important to be both. Because um, you can't just love all the time if uh, if someone is, uh, you know, uh, crossing the lines on you and taking advantage of you and, you know, just taking your kindness for weakness. Mm -hmm. You do have to show that you're not one to be trifled with. And not to say we're supposed to look for ways to get yourself into that type of situation where you have to flex on somebody. But flex needs to be an option. You need to be <laughs> able to do that when the time, like, um, when it, that type of uh, time comes, you know? Mm -hmm. Because uh, that's just how the world is, you know. Not everyone, not often, but a few times in life, these types of skills will come in handy. And I'm happy to say that I found out that I'm uh, willing and capable to do those things mm. for myself, my family, uh, my well-being. And uh, just from there, it's just getting better in skill. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's an art just like anything else. Like if you learn how to dance, you want to learn how to do that better. If you learn how to fight, you want to know how to do that better. If you, uh, if you write, you sell, you uh, are a businessman, you want to learn how to do these things better. But in art in particular, it's all about the, uh, all the little nuances of what makes it uh, kind of uh, abstract because there's different ways to express yourself. You know, do I kick like this? Do I kick like this? Do, uh, do I develop myself more into a defensive fighter, more offensive? Do I go crazy on somebody? Or do I just go ahead and wait and see what happens and just go around them, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so right now I'm just really crafting my art based on the foundation that I've, uh, you know, kind of built for myself and uh, finding out all, all these new things about myself. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really exciting, really stimulating. Um, I used to dance before this, but dancing wasn't enough. Um, I used to game before this. Gaming wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. um, I used to even sing before this. I used to, I did all these things and none of them have been as stimulating as I needed them to be mm. um, up until now. So, you know, it's, it's easy. I just walk into the gym, I beat the hell out of a bag and I feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if that's not enough, you know, uh, there comes times when I'm genuinely curious about exactly how effective I am and that's where competing comes in. You know, that's where 
it goes from like, oh, you're a crazy person finding another crazy person in the ring. No, we are really just trying to see where our skills put us at that particular part in our journey. That's really what we're trying to figure out on some level. Some people genuinely do just like, hey, man, I came to kick some ass and that's about it. Like some people really do have that type of attitude. For myself, I really am curious about where my skills bring me to this particular part of my journey. And as long as I um, have a capable mind and body, then I I want to do that for as long as I can, really. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, kind of uh, the, the how I came to be and where I'm at now. So that's great. And yeah. I love how you place an emphasis on Kind of like, kind of like the quote. I'm sure you heard this before. It's better to be a warrior in the garden than a gardener in the war. <laughs> so basically, being equipped with the skills, you know, just in case, just yeah, you know, to yeah. protect yourself, your family, your friends, yeah, and just making sure you're well equipped instead of being thrown out there in the wild and not knowing what to do. Yeah, it's, so you're not gonna be out there just windmilling your arms around. Yeah, no, you're not trying to generate energy. You're trying to like protect yourself, defend yeah. yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely. And mm-hmm. also too, I like how you you actually you you've uh, explored different venues to actually you know let it out and of course you still enjoy it and you still do those things but it's just you need to find the right one that's where yeah. Muay Thai martial arts came in yes into yeah. the actual daily practice of you know just improving yourself yeah yeah with absolutely. the growth factor because you know as humans we always see growth and what mm-hmm. I see in growth is we're diminishing we're declining so of course we just seek the path where we feel that resonance with us to you know become the best Part of ourselves yeah dude mm-hmm. uh everything that um you know everything that lives has to grow everything living grows if it definitely if it doesn't grow then it's dying that's mm-hmm. it's a law of life and mm-hmm. the what you put life into it applies there also mm-hmm. um, if you don't give it life then it will die this point blank period and i just want to take um all the advantage all the opportunities uh, i can while i'm still able to um, you know, and also with that comes some balance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, of course, balance and uh, um, uh, what's the word? Moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their place, and it looks different for everybody. So um, I went like extra hard. I'm talking like you know, six days a week, five days a week training um, for months at a time um, from my first few years competing. Now I want to see what it looks like when I kind of slow it down a little bit. And, um, you know, I am definitely not in as good a shape as I used to, but (laughs) that's mostly because I am just seeing what happens when I slow things down um, to just work on my technique, basically. Just see what happens um, when I take my time with it, slow down the pace a little bit. And, um, you know, so far I've found out that my timing is getting better. Hmm. It's really unusual. Hmm. Like you would think your timing would get worse. Like, uh, like you don't know how to like uh, block in time. You don't know how to dodge in time. But really, what I think it's uh, it's been allowed. It's it has allowed me to do is uh, look at everything with fresh eyes. Hmm. Because you have the same. If you train six days a week, you see the same sparring partners. You do the same, you know, uh, motions over and over Hmm. again, and Pretty soon you're just on autopilot, um, and if you don't have a, a coach to push you, shout out to my coaches. I love you very much. Um, you know, admittedly, just like you know, most of us, because we're humans, we tend to put a little less intensity on stuff if we're not being pushed. And mm-hmm. um, since no one's watching me at this particular moment, 
um, that also allows me to go on my own pace. But at the same time, what it has allowed me to do is um, be more creative. So I'm coming up with new combos now that I haven't done before. Mm. Uh, I have the the freedoms to be able to take my time and watch how my leg moves, like watch uh, how my hips rise when I swing the the round kick into the body or the head or the leg. Or mm. uh, I could do uh, a fake into a feint. I could do uh, make it look like a dance move if I wanted to. Kind of like era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, uh, I have a, a lot more creativity now. Yeah. So when I get what we call the itch to <laughs> to start competing again, and it's coming up pretty soon, uh, mm. I end up you know thinking about fighting just out of nowhere in the middle of the night, mm. just three a.m. Like oh, whoop, time to fight somebody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, next challenger. <laughs> it's, it's coming real soon, but um, yeah. for now I'm just uh, getting more creative with my art form and uh, yeah, just seeing what happens. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know so far so good. <laughs> yes definitely yeah. cool so uh, another question that comes to mind is the feeling when you're sitting next to another grown ass man that's trained just at, just as much as you mm-hmm. and wants to win just as much as you just staring you down how does that feel dude uh, I just take I know it sounds strange but mm. I take the emotion out of it mm. like that actually makes perfect sense <laughs> uh, it's like it's <sighs> this sounds a little counterintuitive but yeah. hear me out yes I look at it the exact same way as you would if you are, uh, if you're on the Warriors team, let's say, and you have a friend on the Raptors, mm-hmm. you're not gonna hate your friend. Like, it, nothing is gonna change before and after. Like, you're just not friends during the event. Mm. Like, I'm gonna steal the ball from you. Yeah. I might even foul you a little bit because I'm trying to win. That's exactly. just how it is. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't. I don't let it affect. Um, anything um inside of me like we're i'm just here to do my job i'm mm-hmm. here to go ahead and use all of my tools to win i'm mm-hmm. here like to get the points like if i once i learn all the ways to get the points the way that i'm supposed to because by the way kickboxing scoring is different from muay thai scoring boxing scoring is different from kickboxing scoring mm-hmm. all the scoring is different so i'm going to do all those techniques to win as many scores as possible and if you make a, a big enough mistake, then I'm not going to knock you out. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. And it's nothing personal. We're here to do the same thing. We started for fighting for similar reasons. You have a gym of your own. I have a gym of my own. We do the, our training. We have all these things that we do. We watch our, our weight like we're supposed to. We train like we're supposed to. We condition like we're supposed to. And the end goal is to, you know, get the wins, get the W's, get the mm-hmm. belts. You know, yep. we want them credentials, we want them accolades. Mm-hmm. And if I have to go through you, then that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing personal, mm-hmm. but uh, that's, we both want the same thing. And uh, at the end of the day, the better man will win, God willing. And I just make it clear, I do my best to, I'll put it that way, to not leave so much room for the judges like because mm. you know if uh, a scoring works a certain way and one just saw another saw differently then i'm going to take full advantage of those things to win and like we if you're a fighter like me like let's say i'm speaking to my opponent then chances are you have a pretty high pain tolerance like i i don't really feel bad for you <laughs> with anything that i do to you because like you're, you're trained just as well as I'm trained mm-hmm. and maybe even better in which case you might be the, the better man that night but you know I do all that I can 
to just secure the win, not make it personal. Mm -hmm. And going back to the original question, how does it feel and all this stuff? Like, I just take the emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, because anger actually makes you less effective. Mm -hmm. You're not thinking. If I see you getting mad, I might just smile at you (laughs) while we're fighting. I'm, I'm I'm dead serious. Because not to mock you, but because it's genuinely funny to me that you're losing your temper. Like, mm. Muay Thai has a basis in Buddhism. Did you mm. know that? I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, so I found out this extra thing. Um, I uh, was watching or reading, I don't remember. It was something from uh, a fighter named uh, Sylvie uh, Von Douglas E2. That's her name. It's very long, but everyone just knows her as Sylvie. Um, she has the most fights out of any female Muay Thai fighter in history, like mm. over 200 and counting. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty crazy, right? Yep. So she noticed that um, the scoring that's done in Muay Thai is based on, largely based on how calm you can stay while mm. being under fire. Mm. So if I'm going to give you all some free game, I'm going to give you one example, but that's about it. I can't have y'all taking my edge and all whatnot. <laughs> if Someone throws a leg kick and it hits cleanly, but I don't react. It does not count as a point. Mm. Crazy, right? So, but body kicks, they will always count as a point. Even if it hits your arm, if, if it hits your body, mm-hmm. that will count. Mm. But the during the duration of the fight between rounds one and five, if I am uh, stay calm and I have controlled um, clean hits throughout the entire fight, then I'm more likely to win. It doesn't have to be a knockout. You can be as angry and as aggressive as you want. But if everything agitates you as soon as I hit you, mm-hmm. then it's less likely you're going to take it. Mm. Um, but then again, on the other side of that note, the aggressive fighter could be just looking for the knockout. And if mm. I'm not careful, then I will get knocked out. Exactly. Because it has happened. It mm. happened during my first fight ever. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's also how I know this. I was going in, I went in, like a crazy raging bull, <laughs> you know, thinking that I had it in the bag, you know, round three comes, I get reckless, I have my guard down, he comes with an overhand, and it took me out for about seven seconds, like, everything went black, I just remember being on the ground and then standing up, and because I stood up while still dizzy, they called it off on T- TKO, hmm. the most angry moment I've had in <laughs> Probably in my entire life. Damn. Like, it's, I mean, not my entire life, but for sure it's up there. Your career. It's, it's yeah. up there, for yeah. sure. My career, hands down, for sure. Yeah. And in my life, it's it's up there. It's got a rank. Mm. <laughs> I'll put it that top way. Top five. <laughs> top five, you know, in life. Um, top one in my fighting life. Yeah. So, uh, I just uh, take the emotion out of it, you know, just watch for where the hits can go. Like, where can they go? Where can they hit clean? Like, how can I capitalize on your mistakes so I can take it? Mm. And if it happens to be entertaining, then I'm going to laugh. That's just my personality. (laughs) It was entertaining because I've been to one of your fights. And I remember at the fight, we we, we talked afterwards. And, dude, you were just spamming that right kick. Over and over. I felt like I was, like, watching you play a video game. Just sticking to what works. It's like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Spamming that hard kick. Blah. Like, they ain't doing nothing about it, blah. Yeah. So so, you're just constantly doing it. So that's like a perfect example of you saying that you're just doing whatever it takes to win and also playing within how the Muay Thai scoring system works and just knowing how to score the right points. Yeah, definitely. And uh, someone put it to me this way. If 
if you're keep doing a, the same move over and over again and they can't find a way around it, mm-hmm. then it's ultimately their problem, not yes, yours. Definitely. And don't change it if, unless you have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving a lot of free game right now, but chances are your coach has told you this also. Mm-hmm. And then there is the part where you have to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's that. There's that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's why I don't really, you know, and this is a common misconception uh, among non-fighters also. I hear all the time, oh, man, like, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. You practice Muay Thai. Like, I always wanted to get into it. But, man, I don't know, man. My, my temper is too high. You know, mm. I'd probably get mad. I'd probably take it personal. Like, I just can't do it, man. But I'm like, look, this is exactly part of the art form. It's mm. remaining calm. It mm-hmm. actually adds to your life. Mm. Because if you can take a a hit from someone else as hard as they can throw it and remain calm, then how stressful can anything else in life possibly be? It's a contrast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I I know how to control chaos. Mm. What can I do and what else in my life can possibly get to that level of intensity that I can't handle? It just puts so much in perspective. So mm. now all these little things don't bother me anymore. Mm. Like, you know, someone, you know, cracking wise or, you know, trying to roast or they're, you know, being disrespectful. But at the end of the day, as long as it's not affecting my life directly, then I I don't want to waste any more time on it. Mm-hmm. Nor will I put myself in a situation to endure that type of thing. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm just, you know, I just admit myself. <laughs> you know it's uh it's something you know you get a lot of wisdom from um learning a, a martial art um not just in general but muay thai in particular like all the moves are are centered around the most uh powerful parts of your body and affecting as much uh, uh damage as possible as fast as possible that's that's really where efficiency yeah that's why all the strikers around the world they use muay thai as the the foundation for their striking um art pretty much and yeah yeah uh, having studied this for what 2013 2014 2016 years oh my god six well time flew i'll say five and a half because i got started november 2013 is the first time i stepped in the uh in my gym Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just what I've, I've learned so far. And, uh, you know, for those still on the fence but are kind of afraid, trust me, like, this is the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life. And nothing matches the level of intensity. But uh, I also um, get a great sense of calm after I'm done. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, this is going to sound strange, but hear me out. It's kind of like bloodletting. Like, when you have a bunch of toxicity, toxicity in your body, you have to let the blood out. You have to get it, you know, sucked out by like Steve Irwin or something like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's not the bark that kills you, it's the venom. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to let it out somehow. And, you know, people do it in different ways. You know, some people do it through music. Some people mm-hmm. do it through art. I have to hit something like really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, even when I get hit, it actually, when it's all over, it's like, <sighs> wow, I feel so much better now that I got that out of my system. Mm-hmm. You hit the hell out of me, bro, but I feel better, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's really, it sounds really strange, but, you know, it's, um, this is going to sound familiar to a lot of fighters. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just blessed to be able to uh, take part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's almost like 
sparring and just training. It's almost like a form of active meditation. Yes, uh-huh. therapy. Um, and as I'm learning more about the point of therapy, instead of just being this word that people toss around every once in a while, mm-hmm. it's um, it's supposed to be something that um, that uh, addresses some uh, uh, some pains that you've been having, some of your mm-hmm. demons. You know, it's mm-hmm. supposed to exercise those demons. It's supposed to um, you know, eliminate them or at least, uh, you know, uh, uh, ease them a little bit, put yeah. you at ease, you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to, uh, you know, uh, help you keep your life in order when mm-hmm. things are feeling like they're out of control or you feel like, um, you're powerless or you feel like, uh, you, you just don't know how to cope with stuff. You mm-hmm. just have to, you know, act out on something and that's, that's exactly what it is. You have to let it out somehow. Mm-hmm. In traditional therapy, you let it out to a therapist. You tell them all about what's going on. Like, basically, they listen to you complain. I don't want to undersell it, but that's basically what's going on. Yeah. But it is good for you. That's necessary. Mm-hmm. You need to have a journal. You need to have a therapist. You need to have, you know, uh, maybe your therapist is your, is your best friend, your mm-hmm. wife, your brother. But not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. So then that's where you get your artists from. That's where you get your your musicians. Mm-hmm. That's where you get your martial artists. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's about redirecting the energy to something that's more more productive or more fulfilling. Absolutely. And I'm just glad that I have a healthy way to do this because mm-hmm. uh, I uh, actually realized I was dealing with some, uh, some anxiety, some pent-up anger, some aggression I just never got a chance to address because I just don't want that to be become a part of my character Mm. in a place where the consequences are so high. Yeah, I could knock out this dude (laughs) if I wanted to that's being mad disrespectful, but what are the consequences of that? Mm -hmm. Like, how am I going to be perceived in my social space? Like, was that's going to become a part of my legacy. So, you know, some people kind of fall into a, uh, uh, some sort of a, a trap there because like if they've gotten away with this for so long, if this is literally the only way they know how to cope, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it becomes a part of your character. Like, you know, in and out of prison, you know, in and out of jail, um, getting in fights all the time, you know, <coughs> having a, a, a hot head all the time and just being generally mad, you know, they just haven't found a, a healthy way to cope. And I kind of feel bad for them. So I wish that, um, you know, based on my experience, I just want everyone to find their way Mm. of finding their own therapy because uh, it it just makes everyone so much more peaceful. Mm. Um, I work in a sales environment at my job and I see so many people that um, use the word hate in their language so much. Like, oh man, I, I hate these fuckers coming in here. All they do is walk in here. They walk a couple laps. They don't buy anything. Like, why do they leave the house in the first place? Man, I hate that. Mm. Oh, I hate this, that fucker over there. He stole my cell. Uh, oh, I hate him over there. He he's he's shady over there. Uh, I don't trust them. I hate that guy. It's like, how? At what point will you notice that you need healing? You know, mm-hmm. and at what point will you let the pain continue to affect you? You need to get that out of you somehow, or else it's just going to turn you into a toxic person. Mm. You can earn all the money in the world, but nothing will ever help you as much as just healing yourself in a way that you find suitable for yourself. That's, mm. that's so important. And this is just my way of, of uh, kind of uh, addressing that, I guess. Healing in the ring. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Wow. <laughs> you can get destroyed and healed at the same time. 
You can be the healer and destroyer at the same time. <laughs> it's quite the it's quite the responsibility if you stop and think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, where the responsibility. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by the responsibility, yeah. but where I see it yeah. is your uh, responsibility um, to um, to yourself. Yes, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, um, but you're also responsible for your opponent because mm. you don't want to under you don't want to sell them short. Like you don't yeah. want to jip them out of you know uh, a growth experience. Mm. Like, if you're gonna step in the ring, you you give it everything, or don't give it anything. It's like dishing out the lessons. Yeah, however they may seem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's super important. So that's why it's important. That's why um, we give so much respect to our opponent. Yeah. And we thank them. Mm-hmm. We thank you for being here. You you might have beat me, but thank you for being here. You showed me what I have to work on. Mm-hmm. Or I might have beat you, but thank you for coming through. Thank you for making weight. Thank you for uh, showing up and uh, showing me what I have to work on still. Because just because I won doesn't mean that I don't have stuff to work on. Exactly. Or thank you for showing me that what I've been doing is effective. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just thank you for just being here. For you know, the that's, challenge. That's, thank you for the challenge. Yeah. Seriously. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. So thank you. Yes. Definitely. Oh, there it is again. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Gratitude is plentiful. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yes, definitely. So yeah, cool. So another mm-hmm. question that comes to mind is, um, do you feel like these lessons you learned, were they more intuitive, or did your coaches really direct you towards that direction? The lessons? Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, the philosophy behind all this stuff doesn't even come up in conversation. Mm. Not ever. Wow. Um, you know, not my, my first coach, Jay, you know, peace out to, you know, Coach Jay, I miss you, bro, I love you. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he gave me the, the work ethic I need ah. um, as far as what it takes to cons- uh, succeed. Setting the foundation with the work ethic. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And my current coach, Ganyao, you know, blessed up to Ganyao, you know, miss you very much. You're really weird, but I love you still. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> um, he, uh, you know, he uh, told me, and this is just his way of communicating you know he he doesn't you know raise his voice very much he's just uh you know he just says it how it is he doesn't Mm -hmm. really you know mince words too much um but he doesn't repeat himself either Mm. you know if he tells you what to do he expects you to do it and that's really about it it gets down to business yeah and the results whether or not you followed his suggestions will show in the ring Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i have followed his suggestions and it's led me to some success Meanwhile, in other places, I did not do what he recommended, mm-hmm. and it did not bring me success. Mm. <laughs> um, but the philosophy behind what Ganya has taught me so far is to, um, it's it's really in like reading in between the lines, you know. Mm. So when he uh, teaches me to uh, watch carefully, um, he teaches me patience, you know, not getting too excited, too excited, and stay calm, you know. And when he says to you know, be patient, you know, stay active and, you know, watch carefully. In between the lines, I've learned to uh, notice the details on everything that I'm doing and uh, just remain calm under the pressure mm-hmm. because they could be doing all types of crazy stuff. They could, You could have the aggressive person trying to knock your head off or you can have someone just as patient or cunning or tricky um, as you, mm-hmm. but you still need to watch. You still need to be patient. You still need to be smart 
mm-hmm. about everything and um, just re- remain calm um, because there's no way you could possibly watch carefully and see where everything is coming from and defend yourself if you're not calm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I got the message. Mm. So, and I, and I don't even know if that's by design or not. <laughs> I don't know if that's on purpose or if it's just that we fighters come to these conclusions on our own. Mm. Um, I really don't know, but I get the message regardless. So I thank, um, I thank my coaches, my leaders for uh, you know the lessons uh, in that also. And uh, you know, shouts out to you know Andrew also. You know the. <laughs> probably one of the most decorated fighters at my gym uh, right now. He's also um, one of my coaches, or at least I consider him one of my coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he uh, says the same things. Um, he's uh, goes into a little more detail than Ganyao does, because, um, you know, for Ganyao, um, English is his second language, you know, full-blooded Thai, you know, mm-hmm. straight out of Thailand, uh, helped establish uh, the art of Muay Thai in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know shouts out for that also. But um, I learned from both of them. They teach the same thing. They just, like, say it differently. Mm. Um, so that's kind of where I, I learned all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> it did. So um, uh, it feels like it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like your, uh, your mentors show you. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said before, you read between the lines. And that's what you catch on, like, intuitively. That's the first thing that, like, crosses your mind, basically. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and I, we do a lot of research mm-hmm. on this type of stuff on what exactly we're supposed to learn from all this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, <laughs> it's, it sounds really weird again, but a lot of us fighters are really introverted, dude. Like, a lot of us are really chilled out. We don't look for problems. We don't want no trouble. Mm-hmm. But you can get the smoke if you want it. Like, <laughs> get these hands. <laughs> you can get they, these hands if they, you want them. Want like, all the smoke. <laughs> yo, you know I mean, left is the trouble, the right is the base. I'll, you know, do a remix for you if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, <a reason. laughs> um, but you know we um, we we because of the fact that we tend to be more introverted or introspective we do a lot of research and we in our studies we come to the same conclusions mm-hmm. um and some are not as studious you know some just take it as it goes but we come to the same conclusions mm-hmm. and i think that's really fascinating um yeah that's that's uh, yeah. That's how everything kind of plays out for me. That's how my I understand it. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that definitely provides a different insight when it comes to martial arts. A lot of people definitely don't see it that way. A lot of people mm-hmm. just see it as people hitting each other. Yeah. They see it as too violent, but they yeah. don't really see the philosophy behind it, the Dude. healing aspect behind it. Yeah. And they just how it's a way of life, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. So um, so we've known each other for almost a decade now. And wow. two, two things that, yes, I know it's crazy. So two things that really stood out is um, hip hop and comic books. Yeah. So definitely, I want to I want to hear how, from your perspective, on record, how both of those inspire and influence you over your life. Man, like so, uh, I'm gonna kind of thread it all back to fighting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. My favorite genre is rap. A lot of people know this about me. Um, I like the idea that it's the it's the hood CNN. Like it's it's what's actually going on in our in our neighborhoods in this country, or the country uh, whose artists uh, you're listening to. What's actually going on? The ills of their society, how it's affecting everybody, the consequences of living a certain life, and occasionally giving in to uh, the uh, 
the temptation every once in a while. Because sometimes you just gotta, you know, snap on somebody. You know, if they're, you know, you're not getting the respect that uh, you you deserve. Um, of course, it's a little more extreme because it is storytelling after mm-hmm. all. But um, the the emotions behind it is real. I mean, of course, the events aren't real. Like no one's out here shooting everybody and stabbing everybody and robbing everybody every second of the day. <laughs> you can't do that. You'd be in prison. <laughs> yep. You're too easy to find, bro. <laughs> so, but the the emotions behind the storytelling are real, and that's what I can uh, relate to because mm. back in the day where I wasn't able to defend myself, nor did I have the uh, uh, kind of the balls, if you will, to, to step up to people who were disrespecting me. Uh, I listened to a lot of DMX, you know, Ice Cube, uh, a lot of uh, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, yeah. uh, a lot of uh, like a lot of like West Coast, like real like hard stuff, even the more like East Coast stuff, even more so like mm-hmm. uh, M.O.P., <laughs> you know, Annie Up. Uh, you know Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang. Um, Wu Tang. Yo, Chasta. You know you guys. You know about his first book. But um, anyway, so a lot of that stuff sto- uh, um, spoke to the the darker side of my personality that I could not um, express uh, express at all mm-hmm. um, in a uh, a functioning society. <laughs> you know that has rules, regulations, and consequences. Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to. Um, express myself otherwise so I just you know turn the, turn the volume up you know put on a slim shady <laughs> you know you know man, red man uh, uh, method man all that crazy stuff uh, D12 hmm. you know it was like uh, that was all I had to work with and I guess I kind of like took on that attitude um, you know it's uh, it all, it's all coming from the same place um, you know I found a more healthy way to um, express myself and to you know uh, you know uh, experience the uh, the therapeutic benefits of those um, I just do it differently they do it, they do it through rhyme I do it through fighting mm-hmm. but the the concept is the same and I just took on the the attitude the vibe the energy that you know that my favorite artists do when they step in the booth they're here to handle business you know and I can't do the same thing maybe with a little uh, you know extra, you know, rhythm every now and then. Because, right? <laughs> uh, uh, like, dancing and fighting also has their um, their uh, similarities. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they flow into each other, you know, very similarly. Mm-hmm. And in comics, I uh, I noticed the, um, you know, you know the thought bubbles you see that uh, that kind of tell the, the inner story mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to use the Punisher as an example mm-hmm. because the Punisher was also... My favorite superhero um, back when I had no other way to uh, get the uh, get the anger out, <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you would uh, see their thought process, how ready and willing they were to handle business when it came time to it. How uh, you know their their resolve in doing all these things and not questioning um, their confidence, not questioning uh, why they're doing these things and why they feel they're justified and. Uh, just the motivations behind um, everything they do. Mm-hmm. Now, given the Punisher is pretty much insane, <laughs> yep. you, he's pretty much a mass murderer <laughs> that just kills uh, who he perceives to be bad guys. So as a result, he's no longer my favorite superhero. But mm-hmm. the principle is the same. You know, the resolve, the confidence, the um, 
the willingness to put yourself in dangerous situations, like I I can now relate to the the writing now. And it's kind of fascinating because I don't actually know if these writers that write for uh, people like The Punisher, um, you know, uh, Blade, mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil, like all the dark, you know, mm. anti-hate. Dead, like, early Deadpool. Early Deadpool. Before it became a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wolverine. Over, um, oh, definitely Wolverine. You know, I don't know if they've actually experienced combat or battle, but mm. I can relate still. And it's, it's pretty on point. So um, I carry the spirit of that into the ring with me also. So it all comes together like really, really well. And uh, dare I say it's, uh, I feel like it's giving me an advantage mm. um, because like this is, I've been mentally training myself all my life. I just, <laughs> I've just been waiting for a reason. Like give me a reason. That's, mm-hmm. that's been my tagline in my mind for the longest time before I had a healthy way to, you know, uh, express my, uh, my anger. Um, I was just looking for a reason to defend myself so I could be like, yes. <laughs> they asked for it and they got it and I don't have to feel bad about it. All but the smoke. <laughs> that's, but that's not exactly the most healthy way to, to go about it either and I, I kind of knew that at the bottom of my heart. To, mm. You know, I would you know handle business when it came uh, down to it but, you know, I won't feel good about it. You know, the consequences are super high and it's just not a, a good um, thought pattern to mm. keep because uh, it's, it's poisonous, you know, mm-hmm. it's toxic. You know, if you hold on to that for too long, then it, it comes out in different ways. You know, it's, uh, it affects your relationships. It affects uh, how you see yourself. And it's just, uh, it doesn't bring good things to you. So uh, once again, I'm glad I, I found uh, Muay Thai as a way to uh, express myself properly. And uh, yeah, I'm just doing my best to uh, bring my kind of twist to everything. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone knows I'm a nerd also, you know, whatever, <laughs> I don't care. Back before being a nerd was cool. You know, shout out to all my OG nerds out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shouts out to Marcos, you know, fellow veteran nerd out here in these streets. <laughs> I make it sound way harder than it actually is. It is. No, you're being truth. Yeah, you're being, yeah, being honest about it. You're being yeah. truth. Be honest about it. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, that's all I do my best to, to do, man. I just mm-hmm. stay honest with, with myself. And uh, I'm glad that uh, I found that I actually have been always honest to myself mm-hmm. um, where I said that, oh, man, if I had a chance, I would really just show what I can do. Mm-hmm. That's how, how I've always spoken to myself in my head. And I'm happy to see that so far I've kept my word to myself. You know, I wasn't lying to myself the entire time. And that's a real comforting feeling. You know, that kind of goes back to um, you saw Fight Club, right? It's been a while. Okay. So, yeah. and I don't know if this writer has participated in any fights either, but mm. it's true. When he said, um, what's his name? Uh, Brad Pitt's character. Uh, Tyler Durden? Tyler, Tyler Durden. Yeah. He yes. said, how much can you really know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? It's like, I just wanted to let that sink in for a little bit. But truly, how much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Not to say that you should find a way to fight somebody (laughs) because that can go wrong in way too many ways. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying that if you really want to genuinely know what you're made of at the most extreme situations, maybe do a sparring match. Like Mm -hmm. maybe learn, uh, maybe learn an art form of some, of some sort, you know, you can be Muay Thai, it could be Jiu Jitsu. It could be, 
uh, boxing, uh, you know, competitive, uh, you know, karate, you know, the emotions are really similar. Mm -hmm. Given it's a little higher with uh, Muay Thai versus some other fighting arts because um, they just let you go fight. There's no, there's no breaks. It's not like point fighting where someone gets hit and they stop the, the fight and then they get back into position to do the point fighting again. Mm -hmm. But it's nonstop. It's ongoing. It's a full-on assault on you and mm. you have to defend yourself there's no one else in there with you no one can come to save you but yourself and mm. your training so um i'm happy to find out that um i don't back down when i have uh, a uh, an extreme situation in front of me and that i think that says a lot about how I handle life situations hmm. um, because, like, so I've seen some pretty gnarly times. I mean, I've, man, I've seen like I've been to the what felt like the top of the world, and I felt there have been times where I felt like I hit rock bottom. But uh, thankfully, I had it within myself to you know get out of those situations uh, calmly and uh, in an orderly fashion. Um, you know, I, of course I've made some mistakes, you know, you've seen some of that in the past and so forth, but, you know, in the transformation, uh, process, but, you know, the point is I, I'm happy to know that I, um, I face my challenges head on, you know, that is, uh, that's a huge, um, quality that some people will never get a chance to develop. Mm. And if that's just not a part of your personality, that's great. But there will be times where circumstances come into your life where you have no choice but to face your challenges head on. Mm -hmm. And the challenge will not go away unless you face that challenge head on. Some people go their entire lives not knowing that. That's pretty mm -hmm. crazy. And I'm just happy, um, once again, that I found a way to find out exactly how head on I face my challenges. Like, how ready am I for all mm -hmm. this stuff? So that's very comforting. So now that I found this out about myself, I have way less fear about what else can come into my life. Mm. Um, not to say that um, I'm looking forward to having the most challenging parts of my life because I'm not trying to have no problems. Like, you know, I want to have my, my life you know, unfold in an order, as orderly a fashion as possible. Mm -hmm. But I know that there will be life challenges. And I'm just happy to say that I'll be ready for them when they come. That's, that's that's all I'm saying. Preparation. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Whew. Sorry, that's the mouthful, dude. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah, Even though, yeah. like I said before, we knew each other for a decade, but everything you're sharing right now is from a completely different perspective really? than what you've shared in other times before. I mean, like, we talked plenty of times, yeah. like especially like doing fight prep and things like that. Yeah. But the whole philosophy behind it, I don't think we've really talked about it. So yeah. let me just say thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. No it definitely problem, provides man. different insight, not just for myself, but for like all the listeners too is, mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I take a lot of joy in sharing my experience. Um, you know, I, I don't really shout on top of the mountain Oh, I'm a fighter, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at me. I fight stuff. Look, look, <laughs> look, look, I can punch and kick and look, I can, I bet I could whoop his ass. Yep. I'm, a, I'm like the, you know, the most knowledgeable fighter up in this building. Ain't nobody in here whoop my ass, but, you know, I'm not that type of chest beaten type of dude. That's mm -hmm. just not me. 
that's not most of the skilled, the most skilled fighters. Mm-hmm. A lot of the most skilled fighters are in fact very quiet, mm, very humble. It's the quiet ones you gotta look out for. Yeah, you know, when's the last time you heard Jet Li talking smack? Never. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, um, you know, they're of course for showmanship sake. They're you know in in fights for us. Of course, you know you got the charismatic the charismatic types, mm-hmm. but in normal everyday conversation, there that's not what you see. Yeah. Really, it's not WWE where no. we had to like cut promos and then and then get on the ring. Nah, it's there's a humble aspect. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. it's actual martial arts, not sports entertainment. It's, I think it's kind of cool. That it's a little bit of both hmm. because uh, you know uh, they have all these big fight promotions because we are expected to put on a show. Oh, so you're still gonna do like grab the mic and do the promo too? <laughs> <laughs> Man, shoot, do background I mean, segments. You know, <laughs> Uh, just be careful with me around the mic, you know, and fight promos. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Like, you know, I, I was raised on The Rock, dude. Like, the most charismatic, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Oh, you might drop a promo right now. Oh, <laughs> See, I kind of wish we had recordings to get through the people's eyebrow right now. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I practiced in the mirror for about three hours to do this. Straight. Three hours straight. No three break. hours straight. Yep. You got you know, uh, strong work ethic out here. Yeah, just to but, list one eyebrow up. That's, but, it. That's it. Nothing else to it. <laughs> but, but anyway, to bring it back, um, I do take a lot of um, um, pleasure in um, sharing my experience because mm-hmm. I know it's something that not everyone has the ability to do mm-hmm. or has the opportunity to do. Um, so when people ask me questions, I'm just happy to share that because I don't expect everyone to just go out and drop everything and start fighting the way I did. Um, you know, the, the first day I stepped into the the gym I, I'm at now, it was uh, two days prior. I just was just tired of making excuses for myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is something I always wanted to do my whole life. And I'm just tired of being scared. I'm tired of being curious. You know, time is ticking. I'm 25 at that time. And uh, I'm not getting any younger. This is a young man's sport. This is not an old man's sport. Mm-hmm. Like... I got to do it while I still can. So, you know, I just, I barely even had any money, dude. I didn't even have a savings account. You know, I, I was on my last few dollars, like rebuilding from nothing or what I felt was nothing at the time. Um, you know, didn't have my own place. I was just kind of blown in the wind. It was what it felt like. And in those conditions, I decided to just start, period. Just go do it, you know. Mm. Like uh, Will Smith said, I mean, if you want something, then go get it. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. It's as simple as that. You know, my homie uh, uh, Steve, shouts out to Steve, uh, you know, Steve Carter. Um, I don't know what you're doing these days, but, you know, appreciate you. Um, it was a very simple Facebook conversation. He said, ain't nothing to it but to do it. I was like, man, well, I guess I have no excuses now. Simple as that. <laughs> He's like, don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. Yeah. Don't second guess it. Just do it. Simple yeah. as that. Because a lot of times people try to find like the magic pill, the magic formula. It's like, just fucking do it. Yeah. Ain't that complicated. If yeah. it's important to you, then find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I did. So as a result, I'm happy to share my experience because not everyone gets to that point where they were given the um, the guidance to to go ahead and get started. They ha- they don't have anyone to tell them to just go beyond their fears and just go ahead and get started and just see what happens. Um, a lot of people are scared, so I like to possibly inspire someone else with mm-hmm. my story or um, you know, maybe someone can get something else out of my story somehow. Um, I've always felt like I've um, 
you know, been meant to share my story with someone to have it, uh, have them do something great, possibly. Um, I've just always believed that about myself. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad to, to share that experience. And, uh, you know, plus it's not something you talk about every day. You don't meet, it's not every day you meet a Muay Thai fighter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't meet any. <laughs> like, you don't, that's not someone you just happen to you know, run across. Well, maybe these days it is. Yeah. But just six years ago, you wouldn't have found somebody that's, um, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you changed jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I changed jiu-jitsu too. Oh, you changed Muay Thai? Yeah, I changed Muay Thai mm -hmm. too. You, you don't run into somebody that uh, practices this, this sort of thing. It's it's ultra niche, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like you, you're likely to find somebody that's practiced like Kadri Kimbo, karate, uh, you know, taekwondo, taekwondo you know, that's like, you know, that's ultra, you know, uh, common. Mm -hmm. But uh, my experience, I know, is still very uh, rare to hear about. Hmm. So I want to just share my story um, just because uh, it's a unique perspective. I mean, I've always been about unique perspectives. I feel like it's important to find as many unique perspectives as possible to enrich yourself as an individual. So I want to share my unique perspective with someone else to possibly help enrich them. Mm. Um, it's I like a ripple effect. Absolutely, that's that's really important. Um, I don't know how important that is to other fighters, but that's th one of the main driving forces about what gets me into the gym. Like, someone might have to hear my story in order to get started in the first place, or mm -hmm. maybe someone you know took a break and they just lost their purpose, and maybe they need some inspiration to get back in. You know, maybe someone needs some uh, some. Uh, reassurance that everything is going to be okay and uh, uh, just because you don't know how to uh, wield your own personal power properly right now doesn't mean that you never will um, because I, like I said before I was bullied a lot you know didn't mm -hmm. stand up for myself I was not confident I was overweight and all those things changed I'm a completely different person now in a good way mm -hmm. um, and I you know if you're afraid of becoming like some sort of jerk, then that's another thing. You know, this type of martial art gives you power. And when you know you have power, you now don't see, uh, you know, life the same. You see that you have the option to take somebody out if you wanted to, but you choose daily not to. Mm, daily. Wow, that's massive. Daily. That's, that's right? massive. You could... Wow. Once when you learn these types of skills, like you know that you have the option to just destroy somebody if you really wanted to, you know, you know, you could. <laughs> and a clever way to get around it is to, uh, you know, uh, you can get somebody riled up. You can, you know, uh, get somebody to get angry enough to swing at you first. So then it gets you into the realm of self-defense. So then you can retaliate properly. Ooh. But I choose not to, hmm. right? You know, because that's just not part of my character. I'm not an angry person. I don't have anything to prove it to anybody. And I'm confident in my, my skill set. And if I'm not confident in my skill set, then I know where to go for that. Uh, I know that I can compete to find that out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, I don't, I'm not a competition. I don't have to beat my chest to nobody. I don't have to show how strong and tough and confident I am. It literally just is. Yeah, no, nothing to prove. It's just... You just doing your thing and just other people like learning from it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I feel like it's it's important to, uh, you know, um, besides just like teaching the mm -hmm. um, 
the not maybe not teaching, but um, telling my story, so mm-hmm. to speak, or sharing my experience. Yeah. Um, I also encourage um, everyone to find a way to uh, come into your power somehow, because like no one's worthless in this world. Like no one is completely powerless. Mm-hmm. Just because strength isn't the way that you can. Uh, uh, flex on somebody so to speak mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're not the smartest person in the room mm-hmm. like you might have like excellent fashion sense you might have the the best way to, to talk to somebody you might have the best way to crunch numbers you mm-hmm. might have uh, you know just natural entrepreneurial skills mm-hmm. uh, there's something that you have that no one else around you has and that makes you valuable you just have to find a way to um, just come into your own power so that way you gain the confidence like more than anything that's what i got mm-hmm. is the confidence knowing that um, i don't um, have to compete with anybody else in the room i just know my own skill and i just wear it and that's really about it oh. and uh it's you know you you no longer find yourself in an, um a a moment not even in the darkest hours of night when you're by yourself and everyone's asleep and you are really thinking about how you're perceived in the world, you have full confidence knowing that uh, you have value, you have uh, you know, confidence, you, have, you can uh, wield your power properly. Um, you, you're no longer in competition with everyone else. Um, yes, everyone else in the room might have their own ways of uh, coming into their own power, but because you know what you have to bring to the table and what you're capable of, you're no longer in competition with anybody, which means that you don't have to worry about what the next man's doing, buying, wearing, earning. Mm-hmm. You can just live your life. Yes. And I feel like that's, that's really important. Um, and uh, in a sense, it's giving me um, uh, an identity um, to kind of uh, like wear to myself. Mm. Um, but it's uh, just giving me comfort. You know, knowing that I don't really have to, uh, you know, I don't have to flex on nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't have to, you know, prove anything to anyone. I mm-hmm. can just like live my life. I could, you know, just do what it takes to make myself happy while not hurting anybody else. Because mm-hmm. like I said before, I, when you learn a martial art, you know that you have the option to hurt somebody. But because you know how you can have that peace within yourself mm. that uh, you have nothing left to prove. Mm. Like, cause you know where to go for that already. Got it. Yeah. So I know it's a mouthful. I do that a lot. I go on my tangents, but I just, I just give complete answers. There's nothing but nuggets in there. That's like a, that's like a golden tangent. <laughs> it's like, we could definitely pick out so many things out of it. I like how you mentioned, um, how everyone has a skill set that they have to offer. Yeah. Of course, for a lot of people, they may it may start off with the drive. It may start off with the idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe the skills aren't there, aren't there yet. But come on, let's be honest. It's 2019. There's an abundance of resources for like everything to learn. Mm-hmm. Whatever type of skill, whatever idea you have, just like go on YouTube, type it up, go to meetups, go there's so go on Instagram. There's so many resources to do literally almost anything. Mm-hmm. There's Plenty of uh, mentors that teach everything, like you said, martial arts for for uh, different type of arts, mm-hmm. for music, for like coding, yeah. for anything, mm-hmm. anything. I'll do fashion, 
gonna do whatever it is a podcast <laughs> resources are everywhere yeah everywhere yeah so if anything the only thing left to do is just finding the purpose the reason why you want to do something in the first place definitely yeah once you figure that out just get enough leverage find the right resources plan to plan out a schedule and realizing that you do have to make adjustments when you're making your schedule and then just go for it yeah enjoy the process yeah enjoy the process mm-hmm. so important and that's another reason why I wanted to kind of step back and slow down my training schedule. Get a little back to that up. Back to that ass up. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Up in the building. You feel me? But uh, you know, one reason I decided to back my ass up is to, uh, you know, I wanted it to feel new again. You know, mm. um, when you find yourself in an autopilot, you you forget uh, why you're doing it. You forget to have some intensity with everything you're mm. doing. And it just uh, kind of takes the, the fun out of it. Yeah. It takes the, uh, you know, you don't enjoy the process anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to get back to the point where I want to do nothing else but fight. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have my moments. It's more than I used to. Like, when I, when I first, like, took a step back to, like, uh, no training at all in the week, just see what happens, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, this is a nice change of pace. Like, wow, I could go do what I want during the day or my days off. Like, okay, so what movies about? Like, what games, comics? Like, what, you know, what's what concerts can I go to now? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, I've been, you know, I could dabble in my other passions now. You know, I started dancing a little bit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Me like, too. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see you out here. Yeah. You know, uh, I heard you, uh, you know, got yourself into salsa. Yeah, the crazy part is DJ was, was a dancer, and we never really danced before, never really got to it. Sober, but anyways, I never really, <laughs> never really got into it before. But now I realized over the years is I've done all types of healing, release tension mm-hmm. and blockages, yeah. so many different type of ways. Yeah. I'm thankful for the resources and the people that allow me to do that, yeah. and the experiences and the person I've become because of that. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, hold on, I'm kind of stiff, intense when it comes to the thought mm-hmm. of dancing before even like going anywhere, just the thought of it. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. So then the idea of going to like learn how to dance has popped up several times over the years. But nice. I finally, finally, finally took action yes. two weeks ago. Yes. Went out to Oakland. The salsa shout out to Salsa with Juan. Great place. Nice. And I've just been going to the past two weeks. And the first the first session was at first challenging because I have a like a, a slow progressive learning curve, but then I take off. Okay. So in the okay. first thirty minutes I was like trying to like get things down but then i started playing a metronome mm. and you know we used to play uh we used to play a lot of video games oh when you work out yeah and, and just and I, I took music production classes before and i'm used to working with a metronome okay once i started hearing the metronome i had the steps down but just like that all of a sudden interesting because before i was just looking down my neck was hurting from looking at the instructor's feet yeah. next thing you know i just look at the mirror and like i'm looking straight ahead and I just go on with the steps. Huh. So I had it down the first session. The first session I was doing it on my own. I remember, remember them. Of course, I developed a very high um, body awareness because it's mm-hmm. what I do. It's what I teach. Yeah, I've been doing okay. it for five years. Yeah, so, that's, um, right. that's right. So I was able to learn that, the, the, the steps properly. Mm-hmm. The second session, first, it was the opposite. The first half was easy. Mm-hmm. The second half, I got smacked in the face with a new move. 
They had to pull me. They had to pull me aside. One of the assistants had to pull me aside to teach me on my own okay. because I wasn't getting it down. So, okay. Yeah. okay. 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 Like, so I respect humbled, humbled me. It humbled me. I was like, wow. Yes, it was like yeah. it put me down to earth. I'm like, Marcos, calm your ass down. <laughs> Get it together. It's barely the second session. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it definitely humbled me. Man, realize you know what? Maybe be patient with this process. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah. So it's definitely. Uh, and it then only just help me clear up and loosen up a bit more. Mm-hmm. If I hear music somewhere, I'll be dancing around. Like uh, on Monday, I went to a, a wrestling event, and you know mm-hmm. they play loud ass entrance music. I was dancing around on my seat, doing all that. Normally, I wouldn't do that. I would just like bob my head, and I would just like move around more. Okay. I normally, don't do this. Mm-hmm. So it's over. So yeah. normally, so, yeah. like, <laughs> so that's great. It's great I'm able great. to do that. Just like at any point, any time, I'm able to just like express myself in that way which is something i never really done before yeah and just a short two weeks so nice. i'm really looking forward on how much i could grow from this beautiful mm-hmm. just expanding on this it's something you've done for years already <laughs> yeah it's um you know it's a different way to express yourself mm-hmm. and that's really important to diversify your uh, your skill set and uh i i got back into and to be honest with you i haven't done any sessions i haven't done any dance classes but mm-hmm. You know, when no one's watching, I I do mm, dance. Yeah, <laughs> like, got it. like I'm doing like little dance moves to myself, like when, when I'm at work or when I'm getting ready in the morning or on my days doing? off. I, I dance in my apartment, <laughs> um, and uh, it's uh, it's good to uh, kind of switch it up a little bit because mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of like the the more uh, uh, fun way to express myself or a more lighthearted way to express myself. Mm-hmm. Um, along with the music uh, genres that I like, I feel have raised me. It's uh, kind of like brings it all back to home, mm-hmm. or it feels closer to home for that reason. Um, but uh, though, as time goes by, I'm like, okay, um, I'm kind of missing it now. Yeah. Uh, like I need to like see how my skills are uh, developing. I need to make sure that I don't lose the skills that I already had, and I definitely need to just stay in shape because. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to get the uh, the spare tire on my stomach, nothing like that. <laughs> you know, you know, right now my abs are in hibernation. You know, Ooh. they're well coated, well, uh, you know, well concealed <laughs> right now. But uh, you know, I, I know that I, uh, you know, conditioning has its place. Like right now, I'm just making sure I uh, that all my uh, my basic skill set is still on point. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime. Uh, before I go ahead and get into the the meat and potatoes of it, you know, where it's like full fight camp, you know, five days a week or like or six days a week, um, like all the stretching, you know, all the proper fluid prep and all that stuff, like that will have its place. Um, I'm not quite ready for that, but uh, you know, it's it's coming. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I uh, I'm just making sure I don't lose what I already have, but uh, in the meantime, I'm. You know, exploring my other passions because mm-hmm. that's really important to have too. You know, Definitely. you need to have your balance. You need to, you know, explore your other passions and, uh, you know, to try not to uh, lose what uh, makes you special as an individual. Because like all the, all the other arts and everything, it uh, it helps to enrich you even further, mm-hmm. and it may give you even a, a newer perspective. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now, mm. and uh, I'm happy to say I'm in, I'm in a good place. And uh, you know, next time you see me in the ring, I'll be a new person because I really do feel like I'm, I'm a new fighter. And uh, yeah, I feel like that's really important too. I, 
I'm, I'm going on a tangent here, but it's, it's important. Golden tangents. Hear, hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out. So I actually won my last fight in December 29th against a really, um, you know, uh, skilled opponent. Uh, I was uh, blessed to have him as an opponent. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to John Christensen out there. Um, you know, from uh, Santa Rosa in phase three, you know, you know, much love to y'all. Uh, we fought several times. But, uh, you know, I won. And I was like, man, like, that was close because I won by a split decision. Hmm. So I wanted to just take this time to... Um, but it's also the first time I've won uh, twice in a row because hmm. for the past few years, it's been win-lose, win-lose, win-lose. So this is the first time I've won a second time in a row. So I'm like, what do I have to do to keep it going. Continue like, the what, streak. What you don't notice the things that you've done, uh, like what needs improvement when you win. You notice that t- stuff more. Uh, 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 it kind of stands out to you more when you lose. Mm. But I don't want to have to lose in order to learn that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like yes. I, I love to win. You know, win, 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 no matter what. Mm-hmm. Shout out to DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I want to learn. Um, just take my time in learning exactly all the things that I'm doing right yes. to make sure I don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, improve upon the things that I did wrong mm. because no one's going to remember the things that I did wrong um, except, well, my coaches will. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I trust my coaches. But even then, it's up to me to find the things that needs improvement, improve upon them, so that by the time I step back in the ring, what I could have done better is no longer a factor. Mm. Like it needs to be like problem solved. <laughs> it's like, like it's not a recurring pattern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I do my best to just you know keep things fresh, and mm-hmm. um, you know uh, I feel like that's uh, just uh, intuitively the answer to having a successful fight career, which which I want to have, just keeping it fresh and. You know, uh, staying on top of the things that made you successful in the first place while not relying on those things exclusively because the things that got you there aren't always the things that will get you to the next level. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just doing my best not to fall into that trap either. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm also just being having some mercy on myself because, you know, I, I'm really hard on myself. Um, I sometimes think to myself, like, oh, man, like, all, all these uh, opportunities are passing you by, like, these promotions you could have been on, uh, you know, your last opponent has been, like, on another main event, mm. like, that could have been you up there, you know, your other people in their, your weight class are do, getting fights and doing fights, and you're over here, you're just having a grand old time, like, you need to get back to it, but I need to just have the confidence in myself that... I will come back better, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, it's not uncommon for some people to step away for years. Not to say that's what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but it's important to uh, come back better. And whatever it takes to come back better, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, I, I saw this going in one of two ways. So I felt so I found myself like uh, somewhat of a crossroads. So I could either continue training after my fight, not pay full attention to the things that I could have done better, just ride on excitement only, and just the results will be what they will. Mm -hmm. Or I could take a step back because I knew that I was getting in sort of an autopilot mode to 
uh, dabble in my other you know interests uh, that have uh, kind of uh, been set to the side for a while, um, you know, and then come back with fresh eyes. Mm. And I feel like I've made the right choice. Um, like, cause like I said, I I find like I, I feel like I'm getting more creative. I'm finding new ways to uh, to drill on my own. Um, I uh, am. So when I start training with Ganyao again, then uh, you know, hopefully he notices that I've improved also. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with everything. I'm I'm really happy about it. Uh, so far, so good. That's that's amazing. Cause thank you. You're able to, like you said before, you're able to like step away yeah. from what you're passionate about. Yeah. Just to recover and rest. A lot of times, mm-hmm. like you said before, it could be too repetitive. Like you said, you're you're on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Is you learn more when you lose, and if you didn't find like the main thing, like I said before, you want to lose. You don't want to lose in order to like learn something. From yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. it's the right call to just take a step back and reevaluate from a from a different perspective, mm-hmm. like your whole situation and yourself, and taking care of yourself in different ways, giving yeah. yourself some rest. Yeah. That way, you just come back stronger. Yeah, definitely. Cool. I, I want nothing less than that. I, you know, I would just be so mad at myself, like after. <laughs> All right, cool. We got two wins. Let, let's keep it going. Let's get three. And then, like, go in and make, like, the same mistakes. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, nah. Yeah. I, I didn't None want to that. have that. Yeah. I don't want that. to have that be me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like it was a good choice. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I'm just seeing what happens. I feel good about it. Cool. So, yeah. So, uh, any last message you want to give to, the, to our audience? Oh, last message, man. Last message. Um, You know, if you don't learn anything else from everything I've said today, um, hopefully what I've said has been helpful. But um, one thing I would like those who are willing to take away from this is to um, find out what your real passion is. Um, Don't let another day go by where you're just wondering what the... Um, the most passionate you would have been. Like, mm. oh, I wonder what I've been like if I had actually followed through with the thing that I think about every night. You know, I thought about fighting like all the time. I just was like too scared to get into it. But ever since I did, I it's been the best decision of my life. So mm. make sure you do that in your life, and uh, you know, find a way to um, build the confidence in yourself so that where you no longer have to feel like you have to prove anything to anyone um, because you you really don't like just not going into any self-development process of any kind you know just some affirmations from me to you like you don't have anything to prove to anybody most of the time it's just everyone else imposing their insecurities on you mm-hmm. <laughs> right and uh you know just make sure that you find a way to Wake up that confidence in yourself so that you can navigate this world, um, you know, just walk in your power that way. Um, that's that's what I want you guys to do. So, and thank you for having me on that note. I uh, really appreciate it. I'm glad I got to share a bit of my experience and uh, I hope it's helpful for everybody out there, all little boys and girls out there. <laughs> <laughs> for the kids, Wu-Tang's for the kids. Wu-Tang's for the kids, Wu-Tang's for the children. <laughs> You know? That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. For the children. You know, shouts out, you know, ODB, rest in peace, you know. All those dirty bastards. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the long and short of it, man. I appreciate it. Man, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Yes. And um, it's definitely from experience. Yes. And it's um, a lot of times people could 
repeat what they hear in books, what they hear in the podcast, in their YouTube channel. But when it comes from like from the heart, from experience, mm-hmm. it's just more applicable and it's more impactful for people to listen to it. You're able to just listen like, man, if you went through all those challenges, I mean, so I could do, I could do something too. A lot of times people like to make excuses mm-hmm. because of certain experiences they went in life. Yeah. Because I was also bullied when I was younger too. Mm-hmm. And when you said you were bullied too, that really like resonated with me too. And just <laughs> to know that if you're like, um, for lack of better terms, of like a fearful child, you're able to develop into a full grown, grown as adult that could defend himself. Yeah, it's quite the contrast, and it's, it's quite the uh, the growth path to take. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have experienced that over the years too. So it definitely helps to know that a lot of people don't have to be like grown and raised by having a fighter lineage. Is you could be someone that's fearful to even consider defending themselves to someone that could fully defend himself at any point. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's definitely I am sending you tons, powerful, powerful and tons of gratitude for to listening to, to today's episode. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it and make Thank sure you. to share it with a friend yeah. or so two. So uh, where Maybe can three. people find you online? We're sharing the link you can find me on Instagram. Well that's at Leave D to the J. That's D-T-O-D-A-J. Exactly how it sounds. Be on the lookout for new episodes every Monday morning with the title topics and awesome guests Future. But all my Do friends, you need all my family, all my DJ. That's how I know your fam. If you call me Darnell, then I think you're from the government and you're good at DJ, please, Darnell, Jermaine Carter, Facebook, or D to the J, Instagram. I'm currently accepting online clients from online health and fitness coaching. So if you're interested in finding out more, check out Empowered Whenever the time is right, no rush, of course, in the ring. Definitely. Yep, when it comes, you're going to see something special. Thank you for I'm listening. I wish I'd meet again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of right kicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening and catch you guys next week. Peace. Right. Peace.